The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, host of Max Out Savings Advisors, and uh, well, glad you're here on the show today. Uh, the Max Out Saving Show is all about saving money and building up wealth. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That, that's the key to building up wealth. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. And we always want to you know, really start talking about the importance of putting away money in your 401k plan, your 403b plan. Our, our, our main business at Max Out Savings Advisors is we manage retirement money. Well, we manage IRA rollovers. We manage people when they retire, they come to us. We we, we do a little, we really don't manage the 401k plans, but I always bring this up because I always want to make sure that you put away enough money for retirement. The number is about 18%. Uh, sorry, 13% is what you need to do. So we figure 10% plus a 3% company match gets you where you want to be for retirement. Now, we got a lot to talk about, kind of a year, year, one of our year-end shows here. And, and we're really going to kind of review where we are, where we went this year. We've had a really good year. I mean, uh, and, and so, uh, you know, so what, what, what do we do next year? Uh, and, and so I'm going to try to kind of summarize where we are this year, where we went, and and, 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 and where do we go from here? I mean, as we talked about inflation for the last couple of years, We've said this is a bigger threat to people's 401k than to, to, to their retirement in general than, than people thought, and they didn't understand the total situation. Too many people haven't haven't managed money in an inflationary type of environment, and so and so they really just didn't know what to do. And so inflation this year really dug in over eight percent inflation. In some European countries, it's over 10%. It's been disastrous, and the returns show it. So let's take a look at, at, at you know, where, where some of the returns are. Uh, the, uh, this year so far, year to date, is, is the S&P 500 is down almost 19.7%. Uh, if, if you look at the... If you look at the at the Nasdaq, over thirty percent. These are all these big tech companies. It's just it's been a very rough year. What's been very unique about this year is is bonds didn't do much. They didn't do much better. Typically in '08 and other in 2020, when 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 the market had a sell off, bonds did real well and cushioned the portfolios. That wasn't going to happen this time. And a lot of people just stayed in the bond market, figuring that it'll protect the portfolios. And they didn't factor in inflation, which, which is truly remarkable. I mean, it really shows you how far we've gone inflation. It, you know, the inflation really has gone down since the late 1980s. I get, you know, truthfully, it's been like 40 years, and people have just forgotten what inflation is. They had no idea what inflation is. I mean, you know, for years we managed money. Everyone was terrified inflation was going to come back. And now people are like, hey, it's transitory. No, nothing to see here. It's going back down. Because we had a few bouts of inflation you know, for the last decade, but it was basically oil prices went up and then oil prices went down or commodities went up and then they went down, nothing to see here. No, it, it's a broad-based inflation. It, 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 it's across the board. Uh, I think M2 is up like 28% over the last two years. The federal Fed, the Fed has pumped in huge amounts of money. Trillions of dollars has been spent uh, it, it, with, with the... Uh, it, it, with, with the uh, with budget deficits, I think the number is about seven to eight trillion dollars additional money was spent with, with the government. And, and so, really, what we're dealing with—excuse me, let me get some coffee here. What we're really dealing with is 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 a, a government spending issue. And so here we are. Uh, 
the 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 returns this year were, were bad. If you if you look at, at bonds, corporate bonds were down thirteen point seven, almost fourteen percent. High yield was down nine and a half. It did a little better because high yield it actually had some yield. This year was one of the worst in bond markets. It's probably the worst bond market in fifty years. Some people are making the case it's a hundred years. And why was that? It, it, the answer is because we had rates close to zero. People forget at the beginning of the year, the Fed funds was close to zero. It's at four and a half percent. You know, by 2020, the 10-year bond was yielding a half a percent. And now it, it, it's, it's materially higher. And, uh, and so you weren't getting any money. You weren't getting any return on, on, on your bonds. So with so, so, so when, when, when rates went up and bond prices fell as, as rates go up, remember they move inversely, what happened was there was no you – know, you weren't getting any income to, to, cushion, to cushion the blow. And so horrible returns in the, on, on, the, on stocks, disastrous, the worst since 20, 2008, and, and the worst in 50 years on bonds. And so people in a standard 60-40 portfolio just – you know, they're just – indexing bonds and stocks it's been a disastrous year yeah and what they you know what they don't realize is 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 look this is like the 1970s no one has bothered to look at the 1970s they didn't study it you know what do they do they go back and they look well what's happened in the last 20 years well time moves in big cycles you know 50-year cycles, say, you know, there's 70-something-year cycle, and this is the mistake they've all made. And so disastrous returns across the board in many aspects. As we said, uh, the interesting thing is that the, 10 US, uh, 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 the U.S. corporates are, are down uh, eight, eight, one to 10 years are down 8.7% on the index. Over 10 years, it's down 22%. Uh, on the bonds. Uh, if, if you look at, uh, as we said, government's down 11.75%. So losses across the board for most people, unless they knew what they're doing, unless they understood what inflation is. And quite frankly, I mean, I don't know how you could be an investment manager and not understand inflation. I, to me, it, it, it was, it, you know, there, there, there's a few seminal things with, 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 with in investment management. One of them is corporate earnings, well, number one is the economy. Number two is corporate earnings. Number three is interest rates. And then number four is inflation. That's all you need to know. And all these people were experts in the first three and had no idea about inflation. It's truly extraordinary. But but if you understood inflation, and we tried to bring this to you, we tried to tell you, uh, you, you did pretty well. So so looking out, where do you know what you know? What are we looking at here? And, and there was sectors that did well. If, if you look at natural gas, yeah, the number one performing asset was natural gas this year. The worst was crypto, down 62%. Uh, I, I think the uh, net gas is up 61%. Not soybeans was up 18%. Corn was up 18%. Uh, depending on which, which uh, uh, oil you use, oil was up between 8% or 2.8%. The dollar was up almost 6% year-to-date over other currencies. And why is that? Why is the dollar up? I mean, it's been disastrous here because it's worse elsewhere. The United States is 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 the best house basically in the ghetto. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, people are like, well, look, they're looking at what's happening in, in Europe. I mean, Europe is engaged in a war with, uh, with Russia, and they're being cut off from their energy. And like, we don't care. We, you know, whatever it takes to defeat Russia, our people, our populace is willing to freeze. And people are like, what? No, I'm not. They're protesting all over Europe. This is ridiculous. But the Europeans, you know, you've got to respect the European government. They're not responsible at all for the populace. They don't care about their people whatsoever. It's really remarkable. I think I think Xi Jinping cares more for the Chinese people than the European. I mean, they just don't care. They're an elite technocratic class, you know, all bought into the new world order. And they're just, they're, they're running the world to save the planet. And, you know, they really don't care about the people. And, and so they're suffering horrible. 10% inflation, they can't afford. In some cases, elect, electricity is five, 10 times higher than it is in the United States. People can't afford to eat over there. So, 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 uh, 
So people are like, well, look, uh, you know, and these people, they're, they're running up huge deficits over there. Well, look, people they're thinking, well, I'm just going to come to the U.S. because it seems like better than, 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 than Europe. And, and I'm looking what's happening in Japan's paying zero on their money. So we're going to go. So it's pushing more money into the United States, hence the dollar is stronger. In a time of crisis, the dollar strengthens because money goes where it feels safest. Yeah, I know some of y'all have a hard time believing that in the United States, but look, look what else is, is in the world. Uh, so the dollar did pretty well. Uh, wheat was up one point eight. Gold, gold was only down one point two percent. Again, gold was a big winner. We we, we talked about these things. Uh, uh, silver was down about one point two percent as well. So 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 we had some. Uh, some good things to do. Uh, cotton didn't do as well because that's an economic <laughs> slowdown. There's less demand for clothing, particularly in Europe when you can't afford to, uh, fuel or food. You're not going to be buying clothes, and, and that's what we're seeing. Uh, copper copper was down uh, 14%, and aluminum's down 33%. I think aluminum's going to do pretty well next year. But 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 th- those are the things. So, so, so there's sort of – so looking at the investment world, what do we got? We started the year at record highs in the stock market. At the time, what did we tell you at the time? November, December last year, we said, look, the, the S&P 500 is made up of approximately 27% technology. If you add in Amazon, which is I, I think is a retailer, and if you add in Google, which is a uh, advertiser, so it was about 20. It was, I said, this is record high. The valuations aren't going to hold up. We're going to have a bad year next year. We warned you to stay out of the sector. We, we, we said, look, we, we, we felt like uh, commodities were going to do well with inflation. We said inflation was, was, was going to be the driver for this year. It, it, I, and I think we, we've done a, a remarkably good job of bringing that to you uh, and, and helping you understand the world today to understand that the world is fundamentally different. This inflation was 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 not going to go away, and and they kept saying it. We kept saying saying that they're wrong on this, and and, and so here we are today uh, in, in a different world. And everybody's talking about everyone's talking about. Oh, Chairman Powell is out to destroy the economy. Look, Chairman Powell's dealing with the cards that have been dealt with him. Yeah, Joe Biden is the most reckless government spender in U.S. history. There's never, we've never had a president that 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 has been that that has been so out of touch with the American people. Uh, we've never had a president that that is has such callous disregard for human life as Joe Biden. I mean, if there's two people, you know, if you listen to the talk on on the Russia-Ukraine war, and they're like, Russia's lost 75,000 troops, and, you know, Putin's going to be deposed at any minute, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, and look, we don't like the Ukraine. We don't like Russia. We don't think we should be there. We've made that clear since almost the week after the war started. We, we've said this. But you know, but 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 people are horrified that 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 Vladimir Putin has lost seventy five thousand troops. But in the United States, we've lost an additional seventy one thousand young Americans because of fentanyl coming across the border because the border patrols lost control of the border because so many immigrants are flooding over. They've got to pull all their agents into processing them, and it's an open door to let drugs in the United States. 71,000 people. What that means is about 285,000 people are going to die during Joe Biden's term if it goes on for the next for, for his four-year term. We lost 50 – I've seen 54,000, 59,000 people in the Vietnam War, and there was protest in the street. 71,000 people, and nobody seems to care. But – but but it's 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 appalling in many ways. So 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 here we are, and we said, look, this is a mistake. We laid out the case, and, and we laid out what we thought would happen once that came about. Now we're gonna we're gonna, and I think we've done a remarkable job of bringing this to you this year. Now we're gonna we're gonna come back and discuss this some more. Where do we where how do we get here? Where do we go next? Right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
last night Running from the guitar store It's a little left down the alley Cause you should have gone right now You ain't taking nothing no more the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer but I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to maxoutsavings.com to set up an appointment. That's maxoutsavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Back to the Max Out. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. The, so, so we're, we're talking about our, uh, our outlook for the new year, and really kind of recapping, and we, we kind of expand upon that. And, and so, what do we have this year? We had the Russia-Ukraine war. We, we started the year out. We said, "Look, the inflation is going to continue. You've got to protect your portfolio, <laughs> short-term bonds. Uh, you don't want to be in tech stocks; they're overvalued." And we said we like commodities. Commodities were the place to be it, it, out there because there were shortages of commodities. Uh, there, there, there was uh, inflation is always good for commodities. Then war broke out between Russia and the Ukraine. Within a week or two, we were on saying this was a mistake. We should try to solve this problem. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be a bigger problem. We're very concerned about it. And, and, and what we did is we looked at, at, the, at the production of commodities from the Ukraine and Russia, and they were huge, the, the, the numbers of them. It, it was look, Looking back on it, it was truly extraordinary how many uh, – what percentages of, co- of, 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 of wheat, of corn, of, of oil, of gas – that, that, that were there. It, it, I've got some numbers here. Russia suspend wheat exports. Uh, if you look at it, uh, 18% of the sunflower oil, uh, 15% of the corn, uh, 25% of the barley, 19% of the wheat. Uh, we, we, we looked at all of these things. Uh, Russia was the number three biggest, uh, I think, gas producer, oil producer, the number four uh, gas or oil, one of the two. And we said this is going to be very bullish for commodities as well. And, and as has gone on, we said, look, this is the United States has moved into a wartime economy. The U.S. is really I mean, they view this uh, as a, 
you know, it's really the Biden White House and the Global Economic Forum views this as an opportunity to take out Putin. He's a bigger producer of oil and gas. They don't like oil and gas. And we really believe that's what this is about. And we said this is going to be a much tougher thing to solve than people realize. So, So it's going to be bullish for commodities, we said we're we're in a wartime economy. In a wartime economies, commodities stay up, factories stay busy. Look, we're beginning. We think some of the reason for some of these supply chain issues is got to do with 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 the defense companies being moved up to the front of the line to get parts. And so, if if a missile maker or or a drone maker, somebody needs needs uh, chips, they're going to get them ahead of Ford Motor Company for their cars. And so, wartime economies tend to they tend not to go into recession, and they tend to be inflationary. And so, I, I think. I, I think that's where we're going. We've spent we're sent over a hundred. It's going to be a hundred billion dollars to help out the Ukraine, and uh, you know money that could have been used to help the American people instead went to the Ukraine. But 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 it, what we've said is this is a wartime type of economy, and, and that that's really what we wanted you to understand. In here is is that that that's that's really. What we've done, and, and this is why you've got, you know, natural gas, soybeans, corn, all these different commodities are, are doing so well. Now, where, where, so, so where, where do we go from here? And the answer is a couple things. Next year, we're looking at, at a number of things coming up. We're looking at the slowdown in the economy. Uh, this year, the economy was quite good. It, it, it's held up better than expected. We've been saying we thought the economy was going to hold up. If you look at jobs, if you look at hiring, it's held up pretty well. Commodities have held up uh, well. The stock market, bond markets have sold off, again, be, be, because, look, Fed funds started 2022 at zero. They're at 4.5% right now. The market has still not come to terms with 45 What they keep thinking is Chairman Powell is going to sit there and pivot, which means he's going to quit raising rates. And then probably the rates are going to go down real quickly. And then, you know, six months from now, they'll be back at 2%. And it's all going to be, you know, it was just all a bad dream. No, that's not the way it works. It's going to take time for these interest rates to come down. And look, we're not going back to this zero zero uh, interest rate world. The zero interest rate world is what got us into this mess. It got us into sky-high housing. It's got us into into massive leverage. It's got us into record government spending. If private equity companies are buying up companies all over the place using cheap, dirt cheap money, firing all the workers, cutting costs. And it has, and so what we have is we have, there's a huge spread between working class people in this country and the wealthy. And it's because of the Federal Reserve and policies of zero interest rates and record out of control government spending. It hasn't been good for the economy. And and so we've shifted away from that now uh, to to a world where they, they, they reward workers. If money's more expensive, you've got to be pretty smart about making money. You just can't throw money at every deal out there and make money because the Fed's printing money and, and all the assets are going up. That world is gone. The, the, low, the zero interest rate world is gone, and Wall Street still does not understand. We still have rates at 19%. I mean, what are these people thinking? Look, we're going into a, slow, a, a slowdown next year. Now, we think given the inflationary world, a wartime economy, it's going to be a rotating Sector technology is not going to be a good place to be right now. Uh, uh, housing, housing is slowed down. Commercial building is going to slow down. Other parts of the economy, manufacturing, defense work, those type of things, you know, still try to go buy an automobile. You still can't get the, get the car. So, so there are other parts of the economy that are going to do well. But, but what, what's going to happen is, is next year we're going to have to deal with earnings issues. And the market's at 19 times earnings with 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 a seven and a half percent inflation rate. That makes no sense. And a four and a half percent Fed fund. These this, this is, is you know many of these stocks are are still too high. So the market next year is going to have to deal with these issues on inflation, on higher interest rates, and lower earnings. So so we think next year is going to be a continuation of this year in, in, in a range. I think it's going to go down to the bottom of the range, and then we'll have to see what happens. But uh, looking out, the, 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 the big story for 2023 is going, to be, is going to be earnings issues 
and, and it's going to be inflation. inflation look, is, is inflation going to be 8.5% in February? Probably not. <laughs> Likely it's going to be around 5 4 or 5%. That's still pretty high. And remember, uh, inflation – it, it builds on itself. It's 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 a ratcheting up of of, of 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 prices of wages. So if inflation goes to zero and is zero all next year, zero, okay, that doesn't mean the prices go back to where they were before this all started. I mean, this is the big mistake these people make. They don't think things through. They're 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 looking at they're looking at data and they're making extrapolating data and and, and oh, inflation's they're looking at the second derivative of inflation, which means the rate of change of inflation is going down, so the inflation is gone. That's not the way inflation works. People are still paying these high prices. Now we're hearing stories. Look, even if even if the raw materials goods fall down, Procter and Gamble and Campbell Super is still going to keep their prices sky high, so their margins are actually going to go up, and they're actually going to make more money. I mean, does this make any sense to anybody? So the economy is going to slow, and uh, and, and 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 somehow these companies are going to continue to make money. And, and the answer is no, it isn't. So 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 what we're going to we're looking at slowing inflation for next year, but still higher than than anticipated. The interest rates are going to stay up higher. Than anticipated in the short end, and, and in addition, we're, we're also going to be dealing with lower earnings. Uh, do we have a caller? I think. Hello. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. You had a question for the Max Out Savings Show. Yes, I just wanted to offer a comment and a question, and my question has to do with the uh, supply chain. But the comment, uh, uh, Ted, earlier you mentioned something about uh, the seventy some odd thousand Russians uh, losing their lives in this war, et cetera, et cetera, and Joe Biden not, you know, stopping the migration across the border and everything. I think what needs to be essentially mentioned to the, to the you know, to the American public in general is that Joe Biden and the Democrats are just, all they're doing is, is they're not really the chief architects of what's going on. The chief architect is really the man behind the curtain and his Open Society Foundations, along with the World Economic Forum. We have a lot of signatory presidents that have gone over, you know, attended these meetings and have signed, essentially signed on to this kind of stuff. And now what's happening is, is this stuff is being brought back to our politicians and congressmen and senators, and they are the ones that are now essentially following the directives or the orders or whatever you may want to refer to it as in terms of implementing this stuff. You know, really, it's, 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 almost, it's difficult to see how one can stop this sort of thing when you've got a man that, that has amassed as much as $32 billion, and when you look at these foundations that, that contribute to all these causes, it's, it's almost unstoppable. And to me, it looks like the only way that one could really oppose this would be essentially to have a benefactor such as himself, and I don't know, Elon Musk or someone with that kind of wealth, that could essentially start something totally opposite because otherwise, I don't see how something like this could occur. But anyway, yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let me just finish up. Cause, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. And then, as far as my supply chain question, I was watching the news the other night. And they were interviewing a rancher, and maybe you could comment on this. And he was saying that that the the people, especially here in Texas, don't understand that when they go to the grocery store and purchase meat, and they think they're buying Texas beef, he says a lot of our Texas beef is being shipped to places like China, shipped to Argentina, shipped across the globe. And he says just because a package of meat might have a local name on it, or a, he says that that's not necessarily where it's sourced. It may be distributed and packaged here, but the, the beef itself is being sourced from outside of Texas. So it makes you – how how can we be sourcing stuff from away from this country and then shipping all our things out? It, this doesn't seem to be making much sense. No, no, it doesn't. That's a good, good question, and thanks for the call. Okay, uh, let me answer that. Uh, a couple things. I think there needs to be a rule that uh, 
or not FDA, but uh, the, the, a rule that, that if, if a product is sold at a supermarket, where the, where the food come to, comes from needs to be labeled on the package. And I, and I think that's important because there's a lot of uh, beef, as you say, from Australia. I mean, Australia, too, but uh, also Argentina, uh, Brazil. And I think I think it in, in, in other things like shrimp and things comes from China, so I, so I think it's important. Look, as far as the uh, what can we do? Look, I think what's going to be a pushback is you're starting to people see like there's lots of people starting to come in, put money in to try to take the other side to support the Republicans to try to put it into this 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 you know this globalism and and and, and this you know this CO2 madness. I mean, we're all in support of a cleaner environment, but it's gotten out of control. And the other thing that's going to happen is, and this is one of our themes for, for 2023, you're going to see more protests. You're going to see civil unrest around the globe. We're already seeing it. We're seeing it in big protests in Europe over the Russian war, huge protests in, 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 in Iran to try to get rid of the Iranian president, big protests, huge protests, massive ones in Brazil. And, and, and we've seen big protests for, for in China in some of these places, it's hard to protest on the lockdowns, and, and, and those protests are going to come to the United States because the American people are pretty fed up with all this stuff, and it's been pretty clear to them that they're all being played nowadays. So that's going to be one thing you're going to see happen. But uh, and, and so I think I think civil unrest is going to be a, a bigger thing next year, particularly if the economy slows. There's layoffs. People are not going to be happy with what's going on. I, I can tell you that. And and and. and and, and so that that's one of our our, our big things for next year is, is civil civil protests are really going to ramp up, and I think we're going to see more of that. We're, we're also going to see uh, we're going to see commodity prices are going to again do well next year. If you look at the price of, of 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 grains, if you look at the price of oil and gas, they've they've sold off. I think they're going to start back up again. Uh, the, the, the farmers the farmers are having a pretty tough time of it because right now they they have. Uh, the, the, the prices have fallen for a lot of the crops here going into next year. Uh, diesel prices and fertilizer prices are still sky high, so this is going to slow down some more. So, so I, I, and I think the weather is going to be an issue, so it's going to be higher farm crops. Oil, a couple things that are happening. Uh, China is going to China is increasing uh, is going to be opening up. When China opens up, I'm seeing some numbers that they could use about three million barrels a day more oil. Uh, 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 Joe Biden has increased is starting to try to refill the strategic petroleum reserve. He's probably buying further out contracts of oil and gas, which is going to take more oil off the market. In, in, in addition, uh, the, the, the the this. $60 limit on oil, which makes no sense and is illogical. No one can even figure out why. It's just forced the Russians to, to scale back production there, which means higher oil and gas prices for next year. So, so we like the oil and gas sector, se sector next year. Uh, we like the commodities. The, 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 the gold and silver we think are going to do quite well. We think as the dollar weakens next year, which we believe it will, it'll do well. Uh, the minute people think inflation's coming down, interest rates come down, gold and silver are going to take off. So, so we really like that sector as well. I, I think there's going to be more issues next year uh, in, in, uh, that, that we're going to talk about in the next segment as well. But So we're looking for a, a slowing economy next year, falling corporate earnings next year, higher commodity prices next year. Because uh, commodities have already fallen to some extent. As we said, uh, copper's down 14%, aluminum's down 33%. Remember, China's going to reopen. And, 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 and we're seeing other companies, countries now stockpiling commodities. Many most countries have big foreign exchange reserves, which is, you know, which which they manage in dollars and 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 yen and euros and stuff. And, and people are trying to get out of the dollar because of the sanctions Joe Biden put on Russia. That they want to make sure that they're protected, so they're reducing exposure to the dollar. Uh, commodities is one way they can stockpile copper. They can stockpile aluminum or oil and gas or oil in particular, and, and use that as as a form of 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 a. Of, of a current of a foreign exchange reserve and 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 so again all of these these big trends are still going to be in place we're going to talk some more about this after this quick break right here on the max out savings show
If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Investments in your retirement. Uh, By the way, we just sent out our free Max Out Savings report. We send this out once a month, uh, completely free. We don't call you. We don't bother you at all. Uh, Our our, our most recent one, we talk about about the... uh, the the the, the uh, Blackstone uh, REIT being gated, and we, we uh, and and uh, so there's a number, a couple of other ones. Starwood's been gated. These private REITs have been gated. What are the effect of that? Uh, still time about required minimum distribution. We're still making required distributions for our clients, but if you if you, if you have a if you're over 72 and a half or have an inherited IRA, you've got you you've got to get those out by year year end, and then. Talking about gifting limits, sixteen thousand dollars this year. Uh, it goes up to seventeen thousand next year. You can give a, you know, a lot of people gift to the kids or the grandchildren. Uh, and we talk about the the the, the ninety seven trillion dollars worth of off the balance sheet derivatives. Ninety seven trillion dollars. And this is we you know, we explain that this has got a lot to do with hedging of by bond funds in corporate America, but 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 it, it adds risk. Uh, and uh, then it talks about our outlook. It's a free max out savings report. We send it out once a month. If, you ha- if you're not if you're not on the list, you should get it. We we have all types of great stuff in there. At the beginning of the year, we were telling you it was not going to be a good year, and inflation was going to be a problem. If you listen, you know, I mean, it it, it, it just we we try to kind of steer you in, in in the direction we think the world is going, and we 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 try to get in there. I try to really bring up stuff that that other people aren't talking about, and we take very complex issues and make them simple so you can understand. Them. Uh, it's interesting that that you know that that ninety seven trillion dollars. The reason of that is if there's a failures of, of like a uh, European bank or something, it could mean that 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 the hedges that that the current these are currency swaps mostly they're derivatives. Uh, it, it, that, that means a lot of people might be unhedged if if one of the bank fails, and then that could cause a cascade type of problem. I think you're going to see some type of of major financial issue next year. Uh, it might have to do with these derivatives. It might have to do with you know maybe Russia uses you know a nuclear 
device, a small nuclear device uh, in the Ukraine causing a pan. It, it, it's a lot of different things. Uh, China could come in to uh, take over Taiwan. There, there's a lot of things out there. But with the le- level of debt in the system, uh, this could be a real issue. And, and, and we think something's going to be. So you want to continue to be ha- ha- have your defensive plan in place. Uh, you know, this is this is what you know why we were able to do so well this year at Max Out Savings Advisors. We had a defensive plan in, in place. We understood the world as it was. We understood the effects of inflation, and we're able to navigate successfully through it. So, so you know, we try to help help people out. We you know we want to help people out with that. And by the way, if you if you need if you need some help. Uh, you can go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, and request an appointment. We're here in Houston. We're local. Uh, it's maxoutsavings.com. So, so, so looking out, slower economy next year, uh, I, I think you still want to have a defensive plan in place. We still have markets at, 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 at stocks at 19 times earnings going into a slowing economy. Is the economy going to fall apart into a hard recession not likely, more of a rotating type of thing. Now, let me preface that. If something goes badly wrong somewhere in the world, then you could see some type of financial issue with, 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 with a bank or a shadow bank or in the shadow banking system. At that point in time, things are going to destabilize, and that's what you got to be very careful of. Now, the key is we, we, we usually are pretty good. I think probably as good as anybody out there at Sandy's cover. I mean, we have done, we've done this for, you know, a long time, and 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 if you know, in '07 we warned you of failures of investment banks. In in, in January of '20 we said this coronavirus is is a, is a major thing. You've got to be super cautious. People are saying no, no, it's the flu. It's nothing to see. Now we we've caught these things. We 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 we've really worked to understand really these really tough issues and bring them to you. And we bring them to you ahead of where most other people are bringing them. A lot of people are all talking gloom and doom and everything. They don't really understand how financial systems work. That's, you know, some of my mentors were the best in the world at, 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 at understanding how a financial system really works. And that's how I'm able to bring this to you. And so if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. But, but, but what, what we're dealing with here is it is again a slowing economy, a wartime economy. Commodities, oil's probably going to pick up next year. Uh, when China reopens, that's going to be one of the key things. So we want to look for. Uh, the, the other thing we want to look for is is how 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 our job our jobs going to slow down or not. That's the thing. We're still we're not seeing a lot of layoffs. We're seeing some layoffs in tech. Look, a lot of in manufacturing, they're not laying people off. Business is really good, and this is what's not understood about businesses out there today. Many people for the last year have not been able to find workers. So they're all been short of workers. This typically has meant the people that are there, not, I'm talking about Twitter or Facebook where they're, you know, they're going in for a latte and, you know, they get in the office at nine o'clock and they go get a latte and then they, you know, and then they get their free lunch for an hour and a half at the thing. And then they go into their meditation room. I'm talking about people that have to work for a living in this country. Those people have been putting in a lot of overtime because they haven't had enough workers. So as the economy has slowed, many companies are just cutting back the overtime. And and they're very reticent to lay off workers because they know how hard it has been to, to get workers, to bring workers back, to hire workers. So they might not get these people back. So they're very reticent. So unless the economy, unless the, the company's business really trails off, they're going to be much tougher about trying to, to of laying off workers than they have been in the past. Remember, what we talked about is the last 25 years or 30 years, it's been, what has it been? Declining inflation, closing factories, falling interest rates, excess workers. Okay, well, we're in a new world. We've been in a new world for a number of years now. Higher inflation hit nine, 9.1% this, this year. Uh, shortages of workers. Uh, higher interest rates. Fed funds went from zero to four and a half percent. All the and factories are reopening in the United States of America. So the trend has reversed. And, and so many people are still, they're still investing like the trend is still there. The trend is gone. That was a long-term trend. It's reversing. And you have to understand that. So so I, I think, again, I think I think bonds should do well as the economy slows next year. Uh, I, I think you want to be careful there. I, I, I think the commodity sector is going to do well for you. I, I, I think, look, 
Uh, a defensive plan is going to help you. If you can get in your money funds, depending on what they are, 2 or 3%, if you can get in treasury bills, uh, 4%, or if you can get in one-year treasuries, 45 4.6%, now it's going up even more. That's not a bad place to be. Wall Street is still looking for the pivot. When's Chairman Powell going to pivot? Look, this is Chairman Powell didn't create this inflation. Now, now you can say the zero interest rates did and created a lot of this, but honestly, it's been reckless government spending. It's been eight, seven to eight trillion dollars worth of excess deficit spending that the government has run up in the last three years. It's extraordinary. You know, one third of the economy has just been has been just money created out of thin air. Uh, that that's where the problem is: money printing out there and zero interest rates. And so now. They have to control this somehow. And then Joe Biden wants to print even more money. He wants to spend even more money. So, you know, we have $31, trillion worth of debt. They can't withstand much higher interest rates. If something happens and that debt destabilizes, then there's going to be real trouble. Sometime in the future, we're going to either looking at default or hyperinflation. And that's going to be the key. Now, that's that's a little ways into the future. But, but you have to start preparing for that. That's why we think precious metals are going to do quite well next year. So again, 23 is, is, is in many ways, it's going to be a, a continuation of the same tremendous volatility uh, that we've seen uh, and, 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 and different asset and, and, and then uh, problems in different asset classes. Emerging markets is starting to look better because they, they produce these they produce these two reasons. They produce these commodities which are starting to go up. And number two is that the dollar, the dollar, as we said, is up eight, eight and a half percent in some cases. Nine, eight, eight, uh, it's about between six and five point eight and six and eight percent is what the dollar is up. Which means you can go for that. I mean, people are going over to, to, to Europe and they're going on massive shopping sprees because recently the, the the euro was close to par and they get things thirty percent underneath what they cost in the United States. Uh, when, when, when when have you ever heard of that? I can't in my lifetime remember that. People used to come here and do big shopping sprees, but that's not the case. And so, so, so all of these things. So, so you can buy these emerging mar- in, in, in emerging many emerging market stocks are cheap. Uh, China should do well. I mean, my problem with China, it's real hard. You know, if there's a war with China, your assets get shut down and, and they're par- and they're locked into the country. So it, it, it you can't sell them. Uh, or, or, or the, the sanctions. I mean, they, they, everyone's had to sell out of out of Russia now. So I'm assuming if I go, if we get, if Taiwan gets invaded, we're gonna have to, everyone's gonna have to liquidate their Chinese operations. Uh, and, and so, in, in many ways, I, I think probably one of the biggest stories this year, a couple of big stories, was inflation, the effect on the working people in this country, and Joe Biden's sanctions on Russia are just absolutely catastrophic, and it's, it will lead to the world de-dollarizing and in a bipolar financial system, where instead of the dollar controlling things, we're moving to a bipolar financial system, which means the Chinese yuan is going to be one of the bigger players now. Because and why are countries going to go that? They're going to go that because what what Biden did to Russia with the sanctions confiscating their foreign exchange reserves and kicking them off the SWIFT system or threatening to, that means everyone else has to have an alternative to the SWIFT system and they have to have an alternative to the dollar and they can't have all their foreign exchange reserves in dollars because they could get cut off. Even India, you know, what we could get mad at India and then their, India gets cut off. So it, or Brazil or any country, Mexico, so everyone's got to have one foot in the U.S. and one foot in the China uh, monetary systems, and that that was a huge mistake on his part. But but you know what I, I you know I it, it was foolish. But you know they thought this was their chance for regime change with Putin, and they were willing to sacrifice the dollar to do it. It wasn't in, not in the best interest of the United States of America. But so 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 again, what we're going to see is going to be a continuation of, of, of this year, a slowing economy. Falling corporate profits. This year, we didn't get as much falling corporate profits. The profits are going to fall next year. Falling in inflation, but not as much as as expected. Uh, A stickier inflation, because a couple of things are going to happen. Remember, wage. One of the prop. What's made? What's made? We over the last 
20 years, we've had these inflation scares. Oil goes up to $100, inflation goes up, and everyone goes, oh, my God, inflation's coming back. And then it, and oil goes down and it goes back down. What's different this time is we have wage inflation. We have rental inflation. We have inflation with food. Uh, we have grocery store inflation. We have supply chain shortages in inflation. These are all different triggers because of the war with, with Russia. Supply shortage, all of these are triggered inflation, but the wage inflation is very sticky because once you give someone a raise, it's very difficult to take the raise back. It, it's, it, 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 economists call this sticky inflation. So, so the, so, so the inflation is going to be stickier and it's not going to drop as much as people think it's going to. And I think that's going to be a surprise. And the other surprise next year is going to be rates are going to stay up. The Fed funds aren't going to go back to 2%, 2.5% in June or whenever. They're going to be much, much stickier and stay up long. Now, if there's a major financial crisis of some type, which we've written, laid out some of those things in our max out savings report, then they could drop like that. But that will, that, you're going to have other problems beyond that. So, again, you want to maintain the same kind of course you're having this year uh, with, with the ex expectation of, of, uh, of, so of more of the same, a very choppy market. The market's probably going to try to break through and go lower because, again, we're dealing with, with a, a market at 19 times earnings, Fed funds at 4.5, and still inflation's at 7.5% going into a slowing economy. So, again, you want to continue to be cautious. Look, if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, sign up for the free newsletter. As we said, completely free. We don't bother you. We don't call you. It's a private list. Uh, and also, if you need help managing your IRA rollover for retiring, uh, or you just want someone to take a look and see how you're, how you're set for retirement, uh, go to maxoutsavings.com, request an appointment, and we'll sit down with you, and we'll go over your financial situation. Uh, I'd like to help you out. And we're here in Houston, Texas. If you need some help, go to go to the website maxoutsavings.com. Now, a couple of things coming up at year end, we could get we could get a Santa Claus rally coming up. We'll see what happens there. But 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 again, next year is going to is going to be tough. more of the same, much more complicated market. Again, it's not the sixty forty indexing in the S and P five hundred and and long term bond funds that's going to sit there and make you the money. That world is gone. It's over with. Now we're in a in a world that's much choppier, much more selective, much more based on stock picking and being in the right assets, the right products, the right stocks. That's going to be the key to understanding the world today and profiting from it. So that that's the key. So anyway, hope everybody has a great weekend and has has a Merry Christmas. Uh, we, we'll see you here uh, next week. And uh, I'll remember our motto and philosophy of the Max Up Saving Show, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. Uh, and so stick with your plan in that there's still time to change your plan to increase your savings rate for next year. That's AM 1070. Well, it looks like it's about time to restock that firewood. You need some real firewood. The Firewood Depot has firewood, pizza wood, and all types of cooking wood. The highest quality and